Hey there, everybody. How you doing tonight? I'm Adam. And I'm Gary. And we're two dudes. Getting over the coronavirus. <coughs> oh, that's ah. gross, Gary. No, no. We're two dudes picking, Gary. Hey, everybody. How are you doing tonight? Gary and our special guest, Buffalo Picker. How is everybody? How are you, Buffalo? Doing well. How are you? Most excellent. Gary, you doing all right? Yeah, doing pretty good. I don't really have coronavirus. Let me put it out there for everybody. You don't <laughs> you, you don't have to stay more than six feet away. <laughs> well, we're definitely doing the virtual thing like they like they uh, tell us to. Social That's distancing. Very true. Very true. <laughs> Excellent, excellent. Tommy, I mean, I'm sorry, Buffalo Picker, we really appreciate you joining us tonight on our a podcast, Two Dudes Picking. And we wanted to talk to you about Amazon. And right. we don't do Amazon. So when we get to the part of the show where we're doing an interview with you, we really we got a lot of questions to pick at you, okay? About yeah, Amazon fine. specifically. Yeah. But not everybody really knows either you nor us. So let's do a round table real quick. And Buffalo Picker, if you don't mind starting, give us a quick intro, if you will. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I go by the uh, handler name of Buffalo Picker. I am a uh, part-time reseller. I've been reselling for three years now on Amazon and uh, the eBay platform. I also work uh, full-time as a federal employee and I am retired military. And glad awesome. to be here tonight. Awesome. Excellent, excellent. Thank you for your service, George. Yes, yes, sir. Hey, Gary, tell us a little bit about you, man. Oh man, I'm just a guy from the burbs, man. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I am. Uh, see, uh, Gary, I've been, uh, you know, picking and, and selling, you know, for a while now, just on on eBay, uh, mostly, just kind of dabbling in it, you know, using it to support hobbies, uh, using it to uh, just get a little bit of extra money. Uh, and I work with Adam, so uh, we still have day jobs uh, where we uh, have to talk to each other here and there. And so we came up with this idea for doing this channel, and because uh, I got him into picking, and uh, I've created a monster apparently. So Adam, <laughs> you most definitely have. I'd say it's been about six years, not quite seven years, and uh, that's how long I've been uh, picking and reselling, going to Goodwill on our quick lunch breaks. But it seems like every time we do a lunch break, they seem to get a little bit longer every time. But shh, don't tell our boss that. Can't tell people. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the day-to-day is what pays the bills, what puts uh, food on the table for the family. But Gary and I just enjoy reselling as part-time here. And been doing pretty well this year. Been doing right. pretty well. Let's... Go on over real quick to the comments because I see your guys, Glass City Pickers, over here. Thank you guys so much for joining us tonight. I know Buffalo Picker is your man, and I'm so glad you're here to help represent him tonight. Thanks so much, guys. I appreciate it. Yeah, I was trying to uh, send a blast out right quick on my uh, Instagram. Oh, uh, excellent. I know everybody is not on uh, uh, Facebook. So to, to Facebook have, is uh, a. That's a social media of a different color to me. I've had so many bad going things going on with Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like, even have, I haven't had Facebook for 10 years now. So I, I dumped it and haven't looked back. So yeah. 
Well, the Facebook page we do have for Two Dudes Picking is strictly that, Two Dudes Picking, because I'm going to make a long story very short. Facebook pretty much just kicked me off of the platform. So, wow. yeah, with no reasoning whatsoever. It's all those so, posts you made about aliens and coronavirus, Adam. That's why. <laughs> that was probably true. Aliens and attacking Area 51, right? right? We, we still have a few more months left for that surprise <laughs> for this year. <laughs> That's excellent. Uh, That's most excellent. Well, you know what, Buffalo Picker, if you don't mind, let's get into the meat of our interview with you. Does that sound okay? Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. sure. Well, first off, let's get to know Buffalo Picker with a couple of lightning round questions, okay? These are just questions where I give you two options, and off the top of your head, you tell us which one is you. Which one do you like? Which one do you does best represent you? Are you ready for this? I'm ready. All right. Best Batman, Michael Keaton or Christian Bale? Michael Keaton. Why? I mean, I just like his, his swag, man. He just seemed like he was more smooth uh, Batman than than uh, the other characters. Mm -hmm. I would agree with you on that one. Yeah, I would too. All right. Your coffee. Do you like it black or with creamer? Uh, I just switched, man, about six months ago to creamer because I uh -huh. used to be straight black. Uh, but uh, my wife, she liked this French vanilla stuff. And uh, I gave it a shot, man. I ain't look back. That's <laughs> <laughs> so, so used to being in the military, isn't it? You just yep. drank coffee where you could, you know, yep. whether it was brewed or not, just stuff it in your cheeks. <laughs> exactly. So do you, do you have a K-cup or a coffee maker? Like a curing uh, or a coffee maker? No, I actually do uh, instant. Uh, okay. Old school. Um, my wife, she offered a matter of fact, man, this this is crazy. I had like fifty K cups out in the garage. Uh, that to I sell sent, on Amazon. Yeah, that I sent to Amazon, and I didn't keep one. I mean, I just you know, cause mm -hmm. I drink coffee, but I'm not a like an everyday coffee drinker. Gotcha. That's excellent. Excellent. Yeah. Uh, French vanilla here, man, with the K cup. Gary, are you are you straight black with the coffee? Nah, I I actually I used to do uh the flavored creamers and stuff like that, and I used to put sugar in my coffee, and then I said to myself I was putting way too much sugar, and I was just consuming way too much sugar on that. So I just started using half and half creamer, and that's all I put, no sugar, just half and half, and I just enjoy the coffee flavor from that. You know, I like it strong. I mean, I like cigars. I like you drink you know, that. What is it? Black rifle usually. coffee. Uh, yeah, black black rifle is one of my favorite coffees to yeah. drink. Yeah, that's the dark stuff. Eh, it depends, but yeah. All right, Buffalo Picker. It's football season. I'm gonna make a guess, but I'm not gonna put it out there for you. I'm not gonna speak for you. Are you most excited for the NFL season or the college season? Uh, I'm more of an NFL. Uh, fan than I am a uh, college. Uh, I mean, I'm a diehard still a fan. So, mm -hmm. um, see, know, I knew I, the I, answer to that one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I honestly I didn't did. know if you knew, if you were a college fan too. Well, so I, I was mean, curious. So I, I I watch college because I try to keep up with the stars. I'm not a particular conference guy. You know, I don't mm -hmm. stick to one conference. I just follow the stars. So that I can remember, like when draft time comes, okay, I know that guy watched a couple of his games, or you know, so on. But uh, yeah, predominantly NFL, man. There you go. Did you did uh, the Steelers play recently? Yeah. Did they win? 
Yeah, we are actually three and zero. Uh, Good job. The game we supposed to play against the Titans has been uh, postponed. I think to Tuesday of next week because of uh, the coronavirus. Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. Right. Okay. All right. You got two more. Two more lightning round questions. iPhone or Android? Draw it, man. <laughs> ah, That's what I'm going to ask every guest. <laughs> hey, draw it, man. Old school, man. I mean, I, 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 there's I, nothing old school about Android. Come on. Mm-mm. I'm just saying, you know, it's just more user friendly for me because this is what I started out with. But uh, my wife uh, gave me a, uh iPhone, I think it's a 10, and it's just mm-hmm. been sitting up there for about two months. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a good paperweight. Huh? It's a good paperweight. <laughs> That's way enough. That's for sure. So, all right, last one: McDonald's or Burger King? Uh, I'm gonna have to go with Burger King with that one. Oh yeah. yeah. So let's go a little bit deeper. Is it the fries, McDonald's fries, or Burger King fries? Oh no, now if I had to choose the fries, I would definitely go with McDonald's. Yeah, I like I like the Whopper. I mean, the Whopper is like. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it's the burger for me. Yeah, I'm yeah. I'm a I'm a McDonald's nothing to be honest with you. I'm right. a Burger King fan. <laughs> See, what's funny is I like Burger King's food more by far, but I always find myself at McDonald's more. I I don't right. know why. Maybe it's just because it's the way it's on my drive home or something. They're soaked oh, in okay. grease. That's what keeps me away. Soaked <laughs> in grease. Uh, we got a couple more guests in the comments. I want to. Uh, Thank for coming. Let's see. Oh, all right. All right. Sorry. I'm going to blush a little bit here. It's my mom. This is my mom, Gigi Alexander. Thanks for showing up. I appreciate it. Uh, We got uh, Jeremy Edwards. That's my (laughs) brother-in-law. Thanks so much. Like a family reunion going on here. (laughs) And we got Clay. All right, Clay. Hey, Tommy Adam. I'm sure he knew Gary was in there too. Probably maybe didn't know your name. I don't know. Uh, thanks for coming out, Clay. Thanks so much. And we got KB Flips. What's going on, KB? So a couple of um, weeks ago, I did a late night listing and um, KB Flips. I got to uh, know him there because I just put the link out there and I said, hey, if you want to join me, just join me. I wanted to get to know people out there in the reseller community. I appreciate uh, KB Flips jumping on that night and I got to know him a little bit better. All right, so let's move along to our interview from Mr. Buffalo Picker if, so that everybody can get to know him a little bit better. Did you have a chance? I did, by the way, I will tell everyone who is watching, I, I showed Mr. Buffalo Picker the uh, questions ahead of time. So Which is that fine. was because this, I wanted to make sure. Debate, you know? you? It's, it's just, not a presidential debate. <laughs> oh, oh well. That doesn't mean that I didn't send them. <laughs> all right. Well, surprise interview. Uh, all right. All right. So if there's some, you shouldn't ask him number five then. Uh, if, there's, if there's anything off limits, just, you know. Hey, man, just, I missed that, man. Uh, God, it's all good. All right. All right. We wanted to get to know you a little bit more. Gary right. has um, family history with the military. I have just a little bit. Um, yeah. I was curious, what branch of the military were you in? Uh, Army. You were in the Army? And for how many years? 20 years and six days, two hours and 33 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> awesome. And yep. you, I, I, correct me if I'm wrong, Is would that be considered you fully retired from it or yes. you were discharged? Yes? Yeah, fully excellent. retired. Right. Excellent. Excellent. Thank you again 
for your many years of service. We truly appreciate that. Absolutely. Um, When you were in the military, did you do any reselling then? Oh, I did, man, but I wasn't, uh, how can you say it? Uh, I guess it's only one way to say it. I wasn't a legit reseller. Okay. Uh, Back then, um, I just, I ran into somebody. One day, and this is a short story. One day, I, I went to a place looking for some shoes. Mm-hmm. And this guy was like, hey, come on in the back. I got more shoes in the back. So I go in the back, and I see all these boxes of shoes, uh, Air Force Ones and stuff like that. And he was, I was like, man, where you get all these shoes from? He was like, I get them from New York. He was like, these shoes are hot. I was like, I see a lot of people buying these shoes. So he was like, you know, if you want to, you know, buy enough to resell, uh, you know, you can buy them and then resell them. Me not thinking, okay, you know, these shoes are not really legit shoes, even though they look legit. Mm-hmm. I actually sold close to, in my short span, I probably sold about thirty. $5,000 worth of uh, Nike Air Force One shoes and I probably made 17000 in Columbus, Georgia. Wow. wow. Yeah. Wow. Were you stationed in Columbus? Huh? Were you ever stationed no, no, in, I was in, stationed in Columbus? Atlanta, but my mm-hmm. one of my co-workers was from uh, Columbus. He, he was born and raised in Columbus, but he was serving up here in Atlanta. And he was like, man, he's like, I know people will buy those shoes. So he he put me in a connection with somebody down there. And I just went down there and sold out. Like I took a hundred pair of shoes and I sold out within two hours. And I just kept coming back, kept coming back. And that until, is awesome. Until the supply ran out because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, they were shedding that kind of stuff down, man. So, yeah, I was doing it, but it wasn't legit at all you know mm-hmm. um but i made a good money from it man I, it sounds yeah. like you did yeah. <laughs> yeah. um we got a question real quick clay you asked a question i'll have to see if i sub to gary gary and i are both two dudes picking so yeah. if you sub to two dudes picking you sub to gary just put it out there for everybody um and then we got Addicted to Hustle who showed up. Appreciate you coming to the show tonight, Addicted to Hustle. Thanks so much. And Addicted to Hustle is uh, one of the uh, regulars on my show as well. He's, oh, he's excellent. Part, yeah, he's a part of my show uh, on Friday night. So, uh, well, I won't say my show. It's our show now. But, yeah. Okay. Yeah, he helped, he helped me out there. Very Good cool. deal. Well, I'm glad you came out here tonight with us, Addicted to Hustle. And we got Bearded Thrift Machine. He's also joined us. Hello, sir. Thanks for coming out tonight. I appreciate that. Nice name. I like that. Bearded Thrift Machine. <laughs> he, he, um, we will uh, have a few, uh, he'll be one of the few guests we'll have in the coming weeks when we're talking about a topic about jumping to full time resale. Right. Um, so going down the list of the interview from Mr. Buffalo Picker. We wanted to ask you, since you you kind of started reselling in the military, did you just did you know when you got out of the military that's what you were going to continue to do, or was there something else in mind? How did it fall in your lap? Uh, so, so basically, how I got into reselling because uh, when I left the military, only thing I was thinking about was uh, because this was a trend. 
uh, it's a trend for military people is to retire from the military, go home and don't do nothing or go home and eventually get a job with the federal government. Mm-hmm. So my thing was uh, I was looking at avenues to try to get a, either a federal job or get a contract uh, with the federal uh, agency. And um, so I took a, um, a contracting position with a federal agency and went over to, uh, to Qatar, which uh, some people call it Qatar. Mm-hmm. Um, and I worked over there as a, a physical security specialist for that post uh, because that's what I did in the military. Uh, was a, I was a physical security specialist. So um, I did that for a while. Then I came back to the States in 2007. The job market was crashing. So I ended up working for Georgia Department of Correction for uh, two and a half years, which was, I'm telling you, man, that that right there, boy, it made me uh, really get humble from where I came from mm-hmm. to, to have to go to a high max uh, place every day and deal with, with that kind of stuff. But so uh, once I got to make a long story short, once I got the job with the, okay. uh, I left, I left, uh, Georgia Department of Correction, got a, uh, a position with the uh, federal government. I started out as the GS9, uh, working in uh, security. And I was like, well, my boss was like, hey, if you want to get promoted, because most of the guys that got the uh, jobs at that time, we all came in with military experience and a two-year degree. Mm-hmm. So our boss was like, hey, you know, if you want to get promoted, you want to put yourself in a position to get promoted, you got to go back to school and get a four-year degree because in order for you to get into the GS 12, 13, 14 grades, you got to have that four-year degree. So, which I later find out to be a forest, but, uh, so I went on back to school. I went back to school at, uh, 48 Mm. and, um, I ended up getting my degree, but in the midst of get finishing my degree, um, Steve Harvey was a spokesperson for the uh, university at the time. So he came in and he did this spiel about having multiple incomes to, if you want to get up to the Warren Buffett and whoever, you know, millionaire status or whatever. So mm-hmm. I was like, you know, I'm, I'm sitting there listening. I'm counting my streams of income and I'm like, okay, so uh i need to be trying to do something else but in the midst of that conversation with steve and you know me finishing my degree i ended up getting promoted mm-hmm. so i got promoted before i even finished my degree um and i came home one day probably like a couple of days after listening to steve harvey i came home and i started going through youtube i'm like man i know there's something out here i can do extra to make money but I wasn't looking at Amazon or eBay because I really didn't even we order stuff from Amazon all the time, mm-hmm. but I didn't know it was a third party type of deal where people like, you know, like ourselves could sell on those platforms, not even eBay. I, it just didn't done on me that I could take something and sell it on eBay as well. Mm-hmm. So I started watching uh, YouTube, YouTube University. That's, mm-hmm. you know, that's what most people call it. Yeah, and I ran across this guy, uh, Reza Resale, and I watched him for 
almost three months. I watched all almost all his videos for about three months. And I was like, man, let me go and just test some of this stuff that he's talking about. So I downloaded the um the eBay app, went out to the store, scanned that stuff, and I'm like, I'm looking at the price. Yeah, right. Like, right. Yeah. I was like, I was like, okay, let me, uh, you know, because I already had a little money, Been, you know, military person, you know, we, most of, I won't say everybody, but you know, I'll say probably ninety percent of us, we do try to put some back into the, into the nest, so we'll have some money to deal with. So, I had money already set aside to start something, you know, I didn't know what. So I start once, I, once I watched resale for about three, three months. I was like, well, let me just. I tested it. It looked like it worked. Let me watch and see what the other resellers say about it. So I ran into uh rising grind picker, Shane. And I don't know if y'all ever watched him, but he put out some mm -hmm. good content too. I watched some of his old content and I'm like, okay, they talking the same language. And then from Shane, I found bearded picker and I'm looking at all three of these guys. They pretty much saying the same stuff. I mean, then from there I found um um what's his name? The couple, the the out of Florida. Uh I know a couple, and I know like two or three different couples out of Florida, so I'm not uh, sure which one you're going for. The one that got all the tattoos on, uh he got a, a nice looking wife, he a blonde with tattoos and stuff and uh Rally Somebody Roots. In the chat helped me out. I, I, I know. You're talking you about know, Rally Roots. Rally Roots, man. Well, I can't think of the name for nothing. That's, but yeah. that's what I thought you were talking about. I just wasn't yeah, sure. So yeah, so I, I, I watched those folks as well, and I was like, you know what, this uh, this is not rocket scientists. I can do this stuff. So I, I took a leap of faith, man. I went out, got me a storage, and I just started buying stuff. You know, using that app. You know, scanning stuff, seeing that it was a profit. You know, return good return on investment, and I was just putting it in the storage, just putting it in the storage. I didn't know what I was doing, but I was just buying stuff, sticking <laughs> it in the storage, and <laughs> and um, I was like, okay, so I'm doing pretty good. I, I this what this what changed the game for me is when I um I received a letter from eBay at the end of Q4 saying, hey. You, you, uh, congratulations! You was in the top ten percentile in sales for Barbies, because, like I said, I really didn't know. I, I, I kind of had an idea of what to do, but I wasn't hundred percent, you know, on was I actually doing it right. Mm -hmm. Once I got that letter, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna try to take this to the next level. I'm gonna jump over to Amazon. Because all of these guys that I listened to were saying the same stuff about if you really want to get into where the money at, go over to Amazon, learn the resale business on eBay first. Mm -hmm. Once you get comfortable, go over to uh, Amazon. So for me, after that first three months and then that letter kind of solidified like, OK, you may know what you're doing here. Mm -hmm. I, I January came around, I signed up for that account with uh, Amazon, and I can say I'm blessed because I had a half a storage full of uh, Mega Construct. You know what those games are? The Mega Construct? Yeah. yeah. I had a half a storage of those things. I, mean, I probably had about 400 of those that I bought from uh, Tars or Us when they was going out of business. 
Mm-hmm. And I was just stacking them in there, just stacking them in there because a few sold on eBay, but not as many at the time because the market was kind of flooded with mm-hmm. people, you know, being able to buy them as well and put them up on eBay. So when I got that account open with Amazon, I just scanned one and it said, you know, you can sell this product. And then I scanned another and I scanned another. And then I I came from the storage and came home. And I was like, let me see, you know, what this thing says. So I went on the computer. You know, when you click onto the computer in the catalog, it'll tell you if you approve to sell that brand. So yeah. it told me I was approved to sell the brand. So when it said that, man, the next day I went and brought all those things. I made about four trips over there because I had to put them all in a car. Made about four trips, came home, put the tags on, boxed them up. I think that first shipment, I had probably about 22 boxes going to Amazon. Mm-hmm. And I, I never looked back, man. Wow. <laughs> I never looked back. <laughs> Excellent. So tell me, um, there's two questions I have out of that. One is, it's I've heard the phrase gated, right? right, right. What does it mean to be gated? Well, gated mean that if you're trying to sell this product, uh, uh, <laughs> okay, so gated mean if you're trying to just say hypothetically, <laughs> just uh, uh, I see uh, a dig to the hustle calling Barber King. Uh, there, yeah. So just say hypothetically, you trying to sell Barbie, for instance. Um, if you are gated in that item, that means you cannot send it to Amazon. Okay. But why if, would you be gated? Because Amazon is the, the, the thing with Amazon is that's different from eBay. Amazon wants you to prove to them that you're serious about the resale and that they can trust you with their customers. So basically, they only going to give you a few items that you're going to be ungated in to sell to that platform. Almost Once like a test. Let's say again. Almost like a test. Exactly. A performance. Gotcha. Right. Everything is based off of your performance. Once your performance start getting better and you like really pushing those uh, items out, because the best way to get your number, get your uh, performance up with Amazon is volume. They they're all about volume. I mean, you you just cannot feed that beast enough uh, of goods to 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 uh, you know be satisfied. You got to constantly push. And I don't know if y'all see some of my Instagram. I try to post photos when I'm shipping boxes out mm-hmm. to uh, Amazon. I mean, some people are like, man, that's a lot. Now, that that's a small scale uh, when you look at some of these people pushing out uh, uh, pallets to Amazon. Do, do you know how Amazon chooses the category that you'll be ungated in? No. No, I don't think nobody know that. Do they give you so any it, kind of a, Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Adam. It's, I was just going to say, do you think it's random? Yeah, I, I believe it's random. I believe it's whatever. You know, Amazon is all about data. And I think what they do is they look at the amount of people selling a product, and they probably look at like, okay, well, we don't have enough people selling this particular brand. These are the new people that are coming into uh, the reselling market. So let's just give them this and get them that. It's just like for me, I've been selling uh, probably about a year and a half longer than Glass City Pickers, but they can sell some items that I still can't sell. Okay. You know, now I can sell a whole lot of items they can't sell because I've been doing it longer. 
but they still have onesies and twosies in their catalog that I can't sell unless I go out and get an invoice to get get ungated to sell it. All right. What was your question, Gary? I was going to say, do they give you sort of a, a list every month, every quarter of things that you can then sell? Like, do they update you or do they sort of email you at random? It's like, hey, we've chosen you to sell this now. <laughs> nope. They want you to do the work. I got you. Gotta, yeah. yeah, you got to go. So so this is what I did when I started. It, and that's when and when um, Adam told me that you always going to be asking me like Amazon questions. I started trying to go back and reflect like when I first started, because mm -hmm. I can't tell you a whole lot about where I'm at now, because that ain't really what you need to know. What you need to know is like from where I started from. Sure. Mm -hmm. So, um, and I kind of got lost. What was that question again? It was like, uh, do they ever update you as to what you okay. are able to now sell? Yeah. So, so basically, this is the technique you have to use once you get started. And you say, just say for instance, they open you up in Heinz Ketchup. Okay. You know, so you say, okay, they open me up in this. I wonder what else I'm open up in. So, what you have to do then is go to the catalog and just start typing in brands. And once okay. you type in that brand, that brand gonna show you some items. You click on that item, see if you can sell it. If it say, yo, congratulations, you've been ungated, boom, that gonna go to your catalog and say, hey, you're not ungated in that product. You know, okay. but it's not going, it's nothing gonna come out in a email or 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 newsletter to mm -hmm. say, hey, Gary, you ungated in these five items. You're gonna have to look to see if you're ungated in those five items. Now, but if you send an invoice and you send an invoice to Amazon, now here lately, they've been returning those around within uh, 48 to 72 hours saying that, congratulations, you've been ungated, or they say, you know, this ain't sufficient. You need to, you know, correct the invoice or whatever. Okay. We got a couple of uh, comments over here I want to share with you. One is from the Bearded Thrift Machine. I want to make sure you saw this. He said, thanks, guys, and also wanted to thank you for your service, Buffalo. Appreciate it, Bearded. I got to uh, oh. look him up too because I, I I never heard of his name, but I uh one thing let me say this and and be before we move forward, if y'all don't mind, mm -hmm. go uh, ahead. yeah. When I see new people in in whatever show I'm on, if I see a new name, I definitely if you got a YouTube channel, I reach out and subscribe. Uh, so just letting you know, putting that out there that I will find you and subscribe to you. We, this one thing we got to do in this community, man, is support each other. There's enough money out here. For everybody to make money, I couldn't yeah. agree more. believe when, when when you look at those numbers of people visiting these platforms, mm -hmm. there's no reason for you to be like this, you know, right. because it's so much money out there. You got to, you know, release it, let it go. That's right. You Don't know, let funny. me forget. There's something I want to say on that topic closer to the end of the show. So don't let me forget. I want to talk about that one more time. Go ahead, Gary. Oh, I was just going to say, you know, it's kind of funny whenever I got Adam into picking, um, you know, I had folks asking me their, you know, friends that didn't pick or anything as I would tell them, yeah, Adam and I are going to go out to Goodwill. I said, oh, are you teaching him what you do? And I said, yeah. And they said, well, why are you doing that? You know, when you could just keep all of the stuff that you find for yourself. And I said, do you think I can buy an entire Goodwill store? <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. there is so much stuff out there to sell. Um, that honestly, for one of my best friends, I have no problem sharing that, you know, with him to say, Hey man, this can be as big as you want to make it. You know, this is the way to kickstart it. So, 
um yeah i you know completely agree with your your comment there buffalo that like you know there's plenty of of meat on the bone for everybody to partake from and uh you know we do need to make this community as strong as possible um and you know that's one reason adam and i do the show that we do is it is for you know more of the you know hey you want to get into it you want to see what it's all about but i like hearing about the next level because you know we've talked about what is the next level how do we get there so um you know the insight that you're sharing is really valuable for this as well yeah i mean like you said i i agree 100 man you can't you can only go to so many stores and you can mm-hmm. only spend so much money that's right you know, nobody have a bottomless pit of money and if you did you wouldn't be in reselling exactly right you know so my brother-in-law he is a picker as well and um there's another gentleman here in our city that we see quite often when we go to the Goodwills who is a full-time picker. And we've all had conversations about that, meaning um, I don't have any ill will towards any of them getting there and finding something before I do because right. I still find stuff. Right. Yeah. And I sell different stuff than what they sell. This guy yeah. knows shoes. I know electronics. <laughs> I know, you know what right. I'm saying? So there's right. yeah, of course. plenty of yeah. meat on the bone. The other guy, yeah. I mean, he's all about vintage t-shirts and, and, and all this other stuff. And what's funny is that in the store, he'll teach us about what to look for in a vintage t-shirt. So right. he's literally telling us how to pick what he goes out and picks. And and so, let, me, let me say this, man, this, this was enlightening to me and maybe this can help somebody out in the audience as well. That's just getting into reselling. Uh, but the, the enlightening moment for me in this this group thing or coming in part, being a part of a group, a community, and sharing and you know giving information. I, I used to be that guy that I figured I had learned so much in a short period of time. I need to stay in the shadows mm-hmm. and not come out and share it with nobody, mm-hmm. you know. And one one day I was on um. I was on Amazon and I found out about this uh, group meetup in Atlanta and I went just to see, you know, you know what they talking about this and that. And it was a bunch of people in there. Well, I won't say a bunch, probably about like maybe 10 people in there and they were all newbies. They didn't really know a lot about reselling, but they wanted to see what it was about. And the people that was hosting it, they had a whole bunch of information. And I'm saying the information they had was some concerns that I've been sitting back trying to find it on my own. You know, just like, you know, how you can tell, like, what's a vintage T-shirt, you know, at first glance. You know, what you look for when you, you know, buying jeans, you know, that kind of stuff. And I'm trying to go to, you know, YouTube University and find it on my own. But then when I got with these guys, it was like it was an enlightening thing. Like, you know, what, why are you trying to stay in the shadows with it? Come out and meet people. Mm-hmm. You find people that, you know, they may be an expert in this, but they ain't an expert in that. Yep. And you can collaborate. And next thing you know, you got your go-to person. When you find something you don't know nothing about, but they do, you know, that's right. So, yeah. And man, we got I- a lot of people agreeing with those comments and, um, in the chat. So no, everybody, Everybody's in agreement with what we're saying. I would like to go to one of those meetups one time. Um, we tried to do one in Columbus. Do you um, know the YouTube name, uh, Lot of Josh? 
Yeah. Um, he used to be in Fort Benning right. before he got out of the military. And we tried to set up a gathering, a, a reseller meetup, if you will. But there wasn't a lot of local to Columbus Facebook resellers that um, we could get a hold of. But we, we attempted to. I, I still would like to try to do something like that. I'm, I don't, we don't have a Facebook page for local resellers, if you will. So yeah. that might be something I might want to try to start. Yeah, definitely. I mean, we only about an hour and a few minutes apart from each other. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm, sure. I'm right off of the I uh, I eighty five. Uh, so, um, I mean, once it get better, man, and you know, we can get control of what's going on in the world. I would love to do that. You know, mm -hmm. uh, right now, I just try to limit, you know, my time around people if I don't have to be. You know what I mean? Sure. Totally understand. Yeah. Uh, um, there were some comments addicted to hustle. Had, I'm sorry, addicted to hustle. Had he said, um, start with books. No one knows, but you can always start on books. Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, I, uh, I made a video about that. Uh, what? Maybe three or four videos back that you know uh, the 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 um, the creator of Amazon. That's how he started Amazon right. with books. Yeah. That's right. You know, so Jeff. Yeah. Mr. Basil. Yeah, Basil. Yeah, I remember so, being in college and it was like, I think it was a thing to, to sell basically used textbooks and stuff like that. There was a lot of used textbook selling that was happening online. Right. I think he found a way to sort of centralize it. And mm -hmm. yeah, because your textbooks would be so, you know, ungodly expensive. And there was only one place really to get them. That was a university bookstore. But then when Amazon started coming around, it started to become more, you know, more available for stuff. Right. Like, right. So, yeah. I mean, I, I can say this right here too, uh, about Amazon. I mean, I can talk to pros or Amazon all day, but they have some cons too. And you just have to know, you have to put in your mind. It's just like a professional athlete. You know, when you go to play that sports, you playing by somebody else's rules and you playing by somebody else's court on their mm -hmm. court or their field or whatever, yep. you know, so you, you really don't own nothing except for the items that you are purchasing. Mm -hmm. And that's what you have to keep in mind. If you can grasp and respect that, then you'll do well on Amazon. But if you come to Amazon thinking that, you know, this ain't how they do it on eBay, you know, mm -hmm. I can do this on eBay. You got to understand you ain't on eBay. Right. Know? Right, and they and that's in 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 Amazon is a stickler uh, by their rules, you know. And they'll give you maybe one time, you know, warning, but that second time they probably kick you off the platform. That's what so many resellers kind of, you know, it's almost like they're in a panic about you know doing everything the way Amazon wants you to do it because. You know, it could be detrimental to your business, especially if you rely on that. You making mm -hmm. twenty thousand dollars a month, you know, hypothetically, and all of a sudden you down to zero. You know, yeah, that's a but hit. I can respect yeah. that. You're, I mean, even on eBay, you're playing by their rules, right? Right. They got, right. um, I mean, both of them have a reputation to stand up for. Right. Yeah. I, I think for me, I think eBay is a little more lenient though, because like. Probably, yeah. Like, especially like with shipping, you know, e uh, eBay. <laughs> that's why I can't be top seller on uh, on uh, eBay because eBay, it's like uh, 
you know, I sometimes be a couple of days late on shipping out the package to the customer. The yeah. customer don't know that, but I know it, mm-hmm. you know, and, uh, you know, eBay, they'll uh, give me that little mark on mm-hmm. my on my performance, but it's not enough to say, Drop okay, you or something. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna bring this down. We're gonna bring that down. Now I still stay where I'm at, which is cool and I'm comfortable. But with Amazon, if you late on shipment, you may only gonna be late a couple times, and then they're gonna take that away from you. I hear you. Let's say hey to a lady that we all probably yeah. know, Miss Jennifer Hayes, on all the good shows. Right? I appreciate you coming out and joining us tonight, Miss Hayes. And she also wanted to say. There you go, Buffalo. Hey, Jennifer, appreciate you coming out. She, Jennifer, uh, she moderates my show for me. She take care of the yeah. chat room and make sure everybody doing what they supposed to do, and you know, keeping us in line as well. So I definitely appreciate Jennifer's. Uh, got to get That's her a stuff tough job, I bet. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, I wanted to ask you. There's, I know there's two different ways to sell on Amazon. What are those two different ways? Can you briefly so, explain the two, for, two yeah, different ways? So, so you got uh, FBA, Fulfilled by Amazon. And basically what you do is you go out just like you would do with eBay, find items uh, that you want to sell, and you will box those items up and send them to the fulfillment center. And then when they sell, Amazon will ship them to the different households or companies that making the purchase. Mm-hmm. Now right. you got FBM that is fulfilled by merchant, which is yourself, which is no different than what you do on eBay right now. You go out, mm-hmm. you find the item, somebody buy it, you uh, take it. Well, let me back up. You go out and find an item, you list it, somebody buy it, you pack it up and you ship it to that customer. Okay. Okay. Um, Jeremy Edwards has a question for you. What type of margins do you look for? I assume on Amazon, man. Of course. Uh, for me, it's ninety. I, I try to go. Some people say fifty percent. Some people say thirty percent. For me, I try to go around ninety and up. That's Those a pretty high margin. margin. Yeah, but that, that's when you let, let me back up. When I first mm-hmm. started in Amazon, I was looking for thirty percent. Okay. And up. Now, where I'm at now, because of you know. <laughs> I ain't bragging. Don't get me wrong. No, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> because of where I'm at now, I can pick and choose. Mm-hmm. Good. You know, yeah. So, so, and and that's you know that's just a uh, kind of motivation for anybody that want to get in Amazon and put in the work. Because mm-hmm. once you put in the work, they're gonna reward you. Sure. And right now, I'm at a position where I can have my margins you know, 90%, 70%, 90%, you know, and above, you know, because I, I got some items that I sell on Amazon right now. I'm at 300% margin. Nice. You know, mm-hmm. so there is, it, 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 it's, I called eBay the wild, wild west, but Amazon, if you can find the right item, you can make killing. I see you post on Instagram a good number of pictures where you catch, uh, I assume you're catching like the first day Walmart clearance or something like that. <laughs> so um, I got inspired by that once right. and right. Uh, started uh, sorting through the Walmart clearance. And it may just be our area, but there's not really a whole lot of good stuff that I catch or it could just already be gone. Well, so. I can tell you, like one of the tools I use, man, is uh, Brick Seat. Okay. You know, 
if you can invest in brick seat, which you know, for me, I consider it's not that expensive, but you know, that's I was speaking about my pocket. Uh, I use that man, and I'm telling you, somebody turned me on to that two years ago, and when I pay them that 29 bucks or 30 bucks, whatever I pay them a month, mm-hmm. I mean, it's with a smile because I know I'm gonna make 10 times or more mm-hmm. off of that information that they put out there so i have right now i have over 300 uh lego uh items out in my garage and all of that stuff was based off a little information that i got from a person and information that i got from brixie brixie Mm -hmm. already told me that that stuff was going on sale see in 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 this the little key i'm gonna put it out there you know people use it they use it, they don't, they don't. What you have to do with Brixie is sometimes you have markdown in regions with Amazon with uh Walmart. Here in the south, southeastern eastern region, they may not be marking down until the Midwest finished marking down, or the Midwest started the markdown, or you know, the southeast may not be marking down until the northeast markdown. So basically what I do, and this is my little tip, and you know, like I said, if people use it, they use it, they don't, they don't. But what I do is I go in and find, say, like Waco, Texas. I go in there, put in zip code, look at what the Walmart is doing. Mm-hmm. Now, if I see items in there that going down, but they still up in my store, I'm putting a little mark on that. And you can got in, in your, if you play, pay for the premium, you got a list where you can go and take that item, even though it's in your store at regular price, you can take it and put it on your list. So when it actually hits your store, you're going to get a notice saying, hey, this item is on sale. You got my wife, man. When Walmart was on their regular hours, I used to get up at 1 o'clock in the morning because I ain't got that notice. Mm-hmm. I'm going to Walmart. Gotcha. Right? Why are you going to Walmart so early? I got to get it. I want to get it before somebody else get it. I ain't get them all. It, you know, so, mm-hmm. yeah, man, I mean, that's a good tool to invest in if you want to find goods that are going to be marked down, especially uh, in another spot. A lot of people kind of slip on is Lowe's. You know, Lowe's, yeah. is, Lowe's is big on, on having these little nice items that they put in Brick Seek as well. So you want to check that. Okay. I'll have to look into BrickSeek. So is this an app or is it a, a computer program that notifies yeah, it, you? Or is it some, yeah, some, it's, a, it's, it's, uh, it's a program that they send to your email. Okay. And then you click on it and then it'll give you access to the program. Okay. It's, not, it's definitely, people have been crying and I see some in the forum. They saying, hey, man, you need to make this easier and put it into a uh, into a app. But mm-hmm. I guess for some reason mm-hmm. with them trying to keep up with these store, different stores inventory so they can have accurate information out there. I guess that's preventing them from actually, you know, creating the app or they can't, they can't link the two or whatever. Gotcha. Okay. We got a question for you. KB flip says, open my seller account on Amazon last month, having issues finding items to sell. Where do you recommend looking? <laughs> Hey, man, I will tell you just like I tell everybody else. Take your seller out 
And I don't know what how much time you got on your hand. I don't know if you're a full time employee or what. But if you if you uh, I think KB is doing this full time now. If I'm okay, not okay, so KB, it's what you need to do. <clears throat> go to Walmart. Go. I'm not gonna even tell you waste your time at Target. Go to Walmart. Go to Lowe's. Go to all your discount stores in your area and scan, scan everything that got a barcode on it because you're not going to know as a new reseller what you can sell on Amazon unless you get out there and get boots on the ground. That's it. It's almost like turning rocks over and just looking to see. That's what they want you to do, man. They want want you to prove to them that you want to resell. Okay. They don't care about what you did on the other platforms. They want you to show what you can do on their platform. So you got to work for it. They ain't going to give it to you. Addicted to Hustle's advice is to start with books found at thrift stores or Goodwills or even Walmart clearance. And like you said, scan everything you see and find yeah. what you're ungated. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Now, books is a given. They're going to give you most of the books you're going to be able to sell. Now, what – and I agree with Addicted to Hustle because I did do the books. I did the, I did the books for over a year. But those books was in a combination of other – items and goods that I was finding as well. But I'm going to tell you where you can run into, you know, the crosshairs with those books is if you don't have the right tools when you out there scanning those books, you know, uh, Scout IQ is one of the, the tools that I used to use that kept me from running to the problem of, because you have some new reseller saying, oh man, you know, I can run out there and sell the books. And you take your Amazon app and you go scan them books and them books coming out saying, okay, this is the rank and this and that. It's more deeper than that. Those books are not the same as going out and scanning a product. You know, I got you. So, so you don't cause, cause what can get you on the back end is the weight. Those books sitting there at, at FBA for a long time. You know, they, they busting you up in storage fees because of the weight. Now, if you're going to take those books and sit them at home and do FBM with those books, then, you know, that may be a plus. But, I mean, it's all about, you know, your space as well. You know, how much space do you have to store those books Mm -hmm. along with your eBay stuff as well? I was going to ask, and this kind of leads into this a little bit. um, If you're doing uh, FBA where you're actually sending them the items, so whenever you ship the item to them, do you pay the shipping up front? Do they charge your account for it? Do they take it out of the sale at the time of the sale? You said storage fees. So, so, if, you, so, if, you are, so if you're a new seller, mm-hmm. a, a new uh, reseller, I keep – am I pausing? It, it has Every now and again. Yeah. Oh, okay. So if, you, so if you're a new reseller, of course, the only thing you got on the books is those 40 bucks that you have paid for your fees to, to be a member. Okay. So what they do is they they'll pretty much uh, uh they'll pretty much charge put put that posted fees on on a charge so that when you do get your sales and they get ready to cut you that first check most of that money in that first check is going to go towards the postage. Gotcha. It'll go towards the postage and whatever additional fees uh final fees or whatever fees they got all that pretty much going to go. So you probably made say, say hypothetically your first deal in your uh, two weeks of selling, you made 600 bucks. There's a possibility. You only probably going to get 180 bucks off of that check. Okay, you know, okay. because the thing is 
Amazon going to take their fees out. And then they're going to take a certain portion of what you made and put it in a teal. So that money going to roll over to the next cycle because what they want to do is they want to make sure that for the, the first seven days that you ship, from the day that you ship, actually the day that the customer received that item, seven days after that, they want to make sure you ain't got a whole lot of returns coming back saying yeah. you're selling counterfeit goods. Gotcha. Yeah. So they putting they putting most of your money in the till to cover themselves to say, okay, he's selling bad goods. We got the money here to ship back to the customer to get them a refund, and then in turn they kick you off the platform. Gotcha. gotcha. Do okay. um what real quick? What are the fee percentages on Amazon? So say per sale or something. So they have in those those change. They didn't change this year. But uh, right now, and I'm giving this off the top of my head. Okay. Uh, 15% uh, shipping is different depending on, you know, your performance. Like for me, mm-hmm. I, I, I do about 50, 50 cent a pound, but some people can do a dollar and something a pound mm-hmm. depending on, uh, you know, your performance. And uh, they got a final, final sale fee. Okay. So total in total, you're paying about 20% with Amazon. Okay. Okay. 20%. That's what I was expecting you to say. That's not bad. Yeah, it ain't bad. It ain't bad when, when you factor in on eBay, you know, for a lot of items, a good chunk, especially if you're offering free shipping, which makes your item more attractive, um, you're losing a decent chunk of your profit margin on the shipping cost that it's going to go because the shipping rates seem to only continually go up and up. Yeah. Um, you know, but that shirt seems to only be like if you're selling a t-shirt, if you're selling, you know, something like that, it's sort of stuck at a certain value that you can sell it at. So it's almost like the shipping starts to make selling something like that, unless you're selling it in a huge volume, almost not even worth your time to sell. So it sounds like on Amazon, even though you're paying a higher percentage, it seems like you're going to be able to make that up, um, in profit otherwise where you're not shipping it and be able to ship more variety of items. Yeah, you just you, basically what you do is you break down your uh, total uh, sales. You break that down into thirds. You know, mm-hmm. you're gonna get a third. You're gonna so a third of the money. So basically, uh, the money that you spent in that on that product, you're gonna get that back. Then you're gonna get a third of the amount of money you're supposed to make. Uh, on all the sales. So if you look, let's say hypothetically, if you look at nine, 900 bucks, you got to look at 600 of those dollars are going to come back to you. Amazon going to keep three. Okay. Okay. So yeah. That's how that's basically. And, and that's like an elementary breakdown that ain't to the number or to the point. Mm-hmm. But when I look at it, if I like all my Legos out there, I already un- unloaded them up into uh inventory lab. And I'm probably right over twelve thousand dollars, and so when I look at it, it's like I spent about two thousand, or no, I would spend about four thousand uh, to buy them, and I'm gonna make about five thousand, and then the rest is gonna go to Amazon. Gotcha. Fees. That makes sense. Now, do they? They don't pay you up front for everything you send them. They wait until it's sold. I assume. Yeah. No, you ain't gonna get paid to it. So, 
Well, uh, just making sure because, uh, you know, it's not a wholesale scenario, right? Where you're going to get no. paid for the lot and they now they've taken no. ownership of the lot. No. Okay. If you put 50 items in a box, those 50 items are going to be sold individually. They're going to accumulate in the end of two weeks and then they're going to send you a check. Excellent. So you get paid every two weeks from Amazon. And you prefer the method where you send it to Amazon versus when you oh, yeah. fulfill it yourself. Oh, yeah. I oh, mean, yeah. I, I will do uh, Merchant Fulfill, but if I had to choose, it was definitely hands down LBA because once you make that, you take, just just think about it, man. You got 100 items, and you can take 100 items and make one shipment to Amazon, and they ship it out to the 100 people. Or mm -hmm. what you want to do is put that hundred items in your garage and every time you get an order, you got to ship it out. So that's a hundred times mm -hmm. you are, you know, times you got to pack some up to send it to a customer. Well, I would think that you would have in both situations, some sort of storage um, obligation, right? Either it's yeah, in your garage being stored right. or it's in their shelves right. being stored. And, and they only, only charge you a storage fee. Now your your garage, you know, it, it really ain't no fee on top of that. But at Amazon, you can store it fee if it's there past thirty days. Okay. Yeah. How often? How often do items typically turn around for you? I I, I know it probably depends, but it, uh, yeah, it, that's, on average, it, it's basically depend on what it is and how much you try to make off of it. Gotcha. You know, you got this. Is a sad thing with Amazon. You got a lot of new resellers that come in and they tank their prices. You know, they think that, you know, Amazon going to reward them for making the sale, which they are. But is it worth you going to Walmart, buying an item, coming back home, packing it up, shipping to Amazon and making two bucks? Right. Right. When you could have made 15. Right. You know, mm -hmm. So that's 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 kind of like the con of Amazon is when you get into a listing that you know, people can tank it out, you know, and, mm -hmm. uh, but for, but, but I can say on the, on the plus side of that is when you get established, you can let all them people rush to the bottom because yeah. once they sell out, then they got to come see you. That's very true. You know, so that's basically what, that's the game I play for Christmas. I don't sit here and panic because I got 50 items and it's two weeks before Christmas. Mm -hmm. I don't do that. I learned that you know, the first year I sold on Amazon is that don't hit the panic switch because you got a lot of late uh, Christmas shoppers out there and you got some people that shop after Christmas. So, you know, and, and I, I made top dollar for my items. That's how I kind of got ahead to, to be honest mm -hmm. is playing the loan game with a lot of my items during Q4. Now I don't play the loan game all year, but Q4 is totally different. Okay. Would would you say then that it's it's fair to say that if you're doing FBA and you're sending all the items to Amazon, it's a lot more of a hands-off process for you after you ship the items? So basically, it's almost like fire and forget sort yeah. of thing, so to speak. I mean, you may still get fees, storage fees. Uh, the items may not sell, et cetera. You may have to manage a little bit as far as on the platform. But as far as like, you know, I've got, you know, 60 totes or something like that full of, you know, this shirt, that shirt, this pair of shoes, that pair of shoes. And now every time something sells, 
oh hell, where did I put that item at? <laughs> you know, now I got to go get it. I got to find it, and I've got to go take it to the post office because it won't fit in my mailbox for them to pick up. So, right. but it sounds like if I just group it all together, that I can do more of a fire and forget um, by yeah, doing it today. Yeah, and that's the, that's I kind of mentioned the program that I use, like, and I don't recommend this program for people that starting out because it does carry a monthly uh, premium to it. Mm-hmm. But I use uh, Inventory Lab, and uh, I mean they pretty much that program put it pretty much do all that for you. Okay. Did okay. I did I freeze then? We can still hear you. It's just your okay. picture freezes every okay. now and again. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The audio is fine. Yeah. So that program pretty much do all of that for you. It keep up with your inventory, letting you know, you know, what's the status on that item. It'll let you know if it's sold and all that stuff. So hmm. it, it does a lot of work and it getting better. They keep uh, updating that, that particular software. So it's getting better and better. But like I said, I don't recommend it for new resellers because of, you you trying to spend more money on product and less money on items that can help you uh, be a better seller. You know, mm-hmm. it's almost so, like you need to. Um, those are the type of things you hold off on until your business grows. Exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, we got a few new faces here tonight. I want to say hello to real quick. <clears throat> Turtle Trader, I appreciate you, appreciate you coming out. Uh, new name for us. We're going to look you up and go to your uh, YouTube as well. Um, appreciate you coming out and uh, joining us tonight. And we also got a returner. We got couponing with Jermaine. Thank you, buddy, for joining us tonight. What's up, Jermaine? How you doing? What's up, Jermaine? Uh, we have, I'm sorry, uh, Marrakech7. Probably, I'm not sure if I got that right or not, but I really appreciate you coming out tonight. We'll check out your YouTube channel as well later. And that might be it for now. I do appreciate everybody who did come and join us tonight. I really do. Um, one last question on the Amazon front. Do you prefer Amazon over eBay? We probably already know this. <laughs> Man, heck yeah. <laughs> it sounds like it's night and day. Like It, really yeah, it does sound like night, night and day, to be honest let with me, you. Let me... Let me uh, it's almost... It's, like I almost feel like I couldn't take what I've learned in eBay and and I don't know that I can make a clean sweep straight over to Amazon just by what I've learned in eBay. So yeah, yeah, you can. Okay. Yeah. yeah well, like, that, well that, we already that, know how to pick the items, right? Yeah. Like that's kind of that's kind of half the battle, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Only thing, only difference between eBay and Amazon is Amazon is putting a rank out there for you. Whereas eBay is just showing you the the, the return on investment. Mm-hmm. Well, Amazon is showing you the return on investment and showing you where that item rank on their platform. And the higher the rank, meaning closer to one, the the better that item is gonna sell. Okay. You know, so that's that's the only difference that is that you're doing with uh, eBay when you go out to find an item that's different from uh, Amazon. So I can say another thing too is when you look at I, I'm I'm an analytical analytical person, so mm-hmm. I look at the numbers. I always try mm-hmm. to follow the data, and when you look at uh, Amazon, Amazon worldwide had two billion people visit their platform to either buy or browse for items that they want to buy. Mm-hmm. You know, then you got eBay, which is a second, but a distant second, 
they're around 740 uh, million. Now you compare that to billions, two mm -hmm. billions to 740 million, which 740 million ain't nothing to shake a leg at, but still. It's not nearly the eyes that's looking not, at it. It's not nearly. And then you got a third, which is Amazon, I mean, uh, Walmart, you know, which at, it seemed like to me, based off the numbers, because in 2019, when I looked at the numbers, Amazon was a close second to, uh, I mean, uh, Walmart was a close second to Amazon, but it looked like in 2020, eBay leapfrogged them. Okay. And yeah. if I'm not mistaken, Walmart is, are they just recently started allowing people to become resellers on their platform? Or has that they been started two years ago? Oh, okay. I thought that was more recent, but no. Okay. Understood. Wow. Now, uh, let's go back just real quick to rankings. You talked about rankings, and uh, uh, is there a certain sort of bottom level that you look for when it comes to a ranking? You say, oh, well, this is ranked. I, I don't even know what the number would be. Um, this isn't worth my time, or this is ranked this. Hell yeah, I'm going to pick it up because this is a guaranteed. Yeah, when you when you look at the rankings, man, I'm gonna tell you, it's 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 more. You have to go deeper than the rank on certain items. So just say hypothetically, if you had this phone and it was ranked five hundred thousand, but it was only two people selling it, mm -hmm. this an item that I would buy, especially okay. if the return on investment is is you know substantial. Okay. So. Uh, that now, if this item was five hundred thousand and it was two hundred people on the list and or a hundred people on the list, then this might be something I would bypass because what that that ranking is telling me that this ain't moving a lot, mm -hmm. you know, okay. and that's probably because the people got the prices too high. So you have to come in there and really tank the price down to to the point where you may only make ten dollars off of this phone. Gotcha. Okay. You know, so that's that's what you have to look at with the rank. Now, if those things are taken out of the picture and you just solely looking at the rank, just say a, just say this was a GI Joe, and you looking at the rank. For me, for that GI Joe, uh, if it's thirty five people on there or fifty people on there, if it's one hundred and fifty thousand rank, I'm gonna get it. Okay. So from one to one hundred fifty thousand in toys, I'm gonna get it. You know. Okay. If, I, I don't care if it's 50 people or 60 people on there. I'm going to get it, and then I'm going to find my sweet spot in there to say, okay, I'm, I want to make at least 8 to $10 off of this uh, G.I. Joe, and that's where I'm going to sit. No matter what goes on around me, I'm going to sit there, and I'm only strictly talking Q4 now. Gotcha. Good deal. Um, Jeremy had the same question, Gary. I'm not sure if you saw it or not, but we just answered that. Good deal. Great minds think alike. Uh, Bearded Thrift Machine has a question. This has been amazing information. Amazon's hopefully my next level. Okay, there you go. Good comment. Yeah, Buffalo, hey. you're you're completely destroying like what I know about picking right now <laughs> and reinventing it. Like so, this, hey, this is fantastic man. information. Look, uh, Gary, man, I'm gonna tell you, you know. Um, I I have brought a couple people over to Amazon and they really ain't look back, man. They mm -hmm. they I mean I'm gonna tell you for me when I came to Amazon I I totally I still had an eBay store but I totally neglect that store for about eight months, mm -hmm. you know. But the thing is, as I got better with Amazon, I understood that both 
platforms had good money. Sure. Mm-hmm. You know, so I gotta I can't neglect one for the other one. I gotta bring them both up. But uh I can tell you that if you want to excel as a reseller and you don't sell on Amazon, mm-hmm. right. I understand. Hey, I was going to ask another question again, this is sort of coming from a newbie perspective on it. Um, Are you, are you restricted to only selling new products or can they be used and only in certain categories? Yeah, you can sell used products, but only in certain categories. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Primarily. Mostly mostly like electronics, Mm -hmm. you know, certain electronics you can sell used. You okay. know, uh, you just have to look at, you know, what's their requirement for that. Okay. All right. So that makes me think that um, the picking at Goodwills would limit, if we were strictly Amazon, the picking at Goodwills would limit what uh, areas we actually look at. Yeah. you In Goodwill, you still can sell items out of there. I mean, if you can find like complete, like just say the uh, uh, VCR, um, dvd player mm-hmm. the, the, the pair mm-hmm. if you can get that most of the time you got that with the remote and i have seen some people throw in like a a, a vhs tape with it with the wires yeah you can, you can sell that as used on amazon you know with the remotes the hardest thing to find at our local yeah, good so you, you just have to look at like the requirement for that particular item and they put it out there you mm-hmm. know you can't Look at the requirement and say, well, you know, I don't have a remote, but I'm going to send in the, you're going to get that sent back to you. Gotcha. Yeah. We've got a question here about how much of a headache is the accounting side of it? Talking about the Amazon FBA. I mean, it's all wrong. It's all uh, right there in your, in your dashboard. Okay. okay. All the accounting, all the accounting you need to know is right there in your dashboard. When you create is it your a cleaner business, dashboard than eBay's dashboard. Oh yeah. This. Okay. <laughs> It's like night and day, man. Okay. Well, I mean, yeah. It's like night and day. It's like everything is right there in your dashboard. If you want to know how many items you got, how many sold, you know, what you're selling it for. If you want to change the price, if you want to know when you ship something to the to the uh fulfillment center, if you want to know what you ungated in, uh how many items sold, how many you sold in a week, how many you sold today, all that stuff is right there in the dashboard. Good okay. deal. Uh, Mar- Marrakech. I think it's Marrakech. Marrakech. Yeah, something like that. Um, how to avoid expensive storage fees from Amazon? Any tips there? Yeah, I mean, it's all about how long you want your stuff to sit there. You know, uh, once you hit that ninety day mark, uh, you're gonna get hit with shipping with uh storage fees. So you gotta what one thing you gotta look at is the item that you have there. And what they do, you, you can go into your dashboard and you can set up like, okay, once this thing get close to 60 days, I want it to be returned back to the house. That mm-hmm. way you can avoid, it's a way you can avoid the, the uh, storage fees. You know, but if you let it sit there saying that, well, I believe it's going to sell in a certain amount of time. Like for me, everything I shipped to Amazon in August, even though I ran close to hitting the storage fees uh, in December, what I'm pre- what I'm predicting is majority of all that stuff will be sold anyway. Mm-hmm. Now, if it doesn't, then what I'm going to do before I get, you know, 
uh, 20 days out from that storage fee, I'm going to go in there and do some markdowns. Mm -hmm. I got you. You you, you can't just send your stuff there and forget about it. Right, right. There's still a management aspect to it. Yeah, you still got to manage it, you know, uh, and, and pay attention to those dates of when it actually hit the fulfillment center. And you can go, it's also a place inside of the dashboard as well, where you can look at the date and it'll tell you how many days your item been uh, in there in the, at the fulfillment center. Okay. This has been a load of great information. I'll be honest with you. This is, there's even more than I thought we would hear tonight. And I really appreciate it. Yeah, I'll truly be, do. I'll be rewatching our own show a couple of a couple. Of yeah, there's stuff I'm that. sure I've missed. Yeah, I'm going to come really up with great. more questions later. We'll yeah. have you back on. And there were actually above. Um, somebody said Alton and Scott were really good Amazon. I don't know their names. Maybe is Alton or Alton A L T O M. Yeah. Um, so, oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So yeah. maybe he could be a future guest as well, and we could talk yeah. about it from yeah. his perspective. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, who's ready to play a game? Does anybody want to play a game? Ooh, I'll play a game. <laughs> you want to play a game? Yes, sir. All right. So, this is our segment called Gary versus Guest, where Gary is our in-house champion on knowing what to choose from the pricing perspective. This game is called More or Less. Okay, for those of you who have not played this game before, more or less is I'm going to show some products on the screen and I've covered up the price that that product actually sold for. And I've put in front of it a price I think it could have sold for. Now, Gary and Buffalo Picker have in their hands two signs, one that says more, one that says less. And when I say go, you're going to have to, I'm going to talk about the product and you're going to be thinking in your head, is it really more or is it less? Because when I say reveal, you both at the same time have to hold up your sign that, you know, if you want it more or less. And I'm going to keep a tally of the score over here. Now, remember, Gary is our in-house champion on this. And I have so. not seen any of these things. I have no idea what he's picked you know so he always tries to make it more and more challenging i I try to pick some random off the wall stuff Mm -hmm. um some of it's not so much off the wall some of it's really out there okay so let's begin this is our first product all right our first product is an optimus prime 1985 vintage action toy it is still it is used but it's in the box now, this is all the details you're going to get for this product. New, no, I'm sorry, used 1985 vintage uh, Optimus Prime Transformer toy. And I have a price showing of $295.99. You have to choose. Do you think it actually sold for more or for less? Get ready and reveal. All right, Gary says it went for more. And Buffalo Picker says it went for less. The actual sell price was $392. Everybody, wow. look, everybody go about dig in that? your closet for Transformer toys. <laughs> go back to your wow. mother's house. Go look in the attic. <laughs> 200 No, $392. 
How about that? That is ridiculous. Wow. I, I came across this because I was, that's what they're asking for. No, that these are all sold products. Wow. This you're looking at the actual price it sold for. So it did. Um, let's see. Did I can't tell if it? No, I had free shipping. Free shipping. But does it? To me, there's a level where you should do free shipping on something so small, anyway. And I think three hundred and ninety-two dollars is well in that frame. No one's going to complain about that one. No. <laughs> All right. That was number one. All right. The next product is a bit off the wall. Get ready for this. It's a dead fairy. It's an oddity. It's one of those curiosity items. It's a random dead fairy that looks like it's been fossilized or maybe it's just starting to, I don't know, decompose, if you will. But I've covered up here in the gray box. It's got multiple quantities. And uh, although this is a sold listing, it still has seven available. So the the price I'm suggesting that it is sold for is $14.98. And I want to know, do you think it actually sold for more or for less? Are you ready? Reveal. You both say it sold for less. All right, I'm writing that down so I can tally it on the score sheet. The actual sale price of this random dead decomposing fairy is... Who buys this stuff? (laughs) Really? I think the funny thing is, is 36 of them have sold at $37.95, and he still has seven of them left. Jeez, I don't know. How about that? that. Like, what do you do with that thing? I don't know. That's, wow, okay. It's definitely something for Halloween, I would assume, right? Yeah, I, I would assume so. All right, let's go to our third item here. How about a locket of hair from the Beatle Paul McCartney? Hmm, that sounds interesting, doesn't it? A locket of hair from Paul McCartney. There's not many details here. It's just a couple of pictures of listing of uh, some certifications and authenticity to the hair is actually from Paul McCartney's head. But I have How a listing price. Did they certify that. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> I have a listed price here of $999.99. And I want to know, do you think it sold for more or less? For a lock of hair? Yep. Go ahead and reveal. Gary says more. It's the Beatles. And Anything Buffalo the Beatles. Pickers said less, right? Yeah. Okay. Let's, let's go to the... Uh, Chat over here on this one, if you will. And uh, Turtle Trader says lower. Okay, so they're in agreement with you, Buffalo Picker. And Jennifer Hayes, she also says less. Okay, so Gary, the the, uh, the audience, the crowd is against you on this one. We we just had a light one here. Bearded Thrift Machine says less as well. And Marrakesh said more. So. The actual selling price of this Paul McCartney locket of hair is $650. Oh, man. Man. Golly. hanging that on your wall? $50. I mean, if, that, if, that was, if that was John Lennon, I would say, okay, yeah. Right, yeah, yeah. I could see that. Yeah, Paul McCartney is still alive right. for now. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he is. 
He is. He is. Yeah, there's, two, yeah, there's two Beatles that are still alive. So. All right. So let's move along to number. What are we on? Number four. That's right. This is a Halloween one. I came across this whenever I saw the dead fairy, and this is a mummified pig from hell. All right. <laughs> I don't know how it how they claim it actually is from hell, but. Mummified pig from hell is how it's listed on eBay. And again, this is a sold product. I show a price of $119.95 as my suggested pricing. Are you ready to reveal? Okay, reveal. Gary says more. And Buffalo Picker also says more. All right. So you're either both right or you're both wrong. <laughs> All right, the actual sell price, sold price of this mummified pig from hell is one hundred dollars oh, even. Man. Wow, one hundred dollars even. I, I figured anything. I, I don't know if that falls in the sort of taxidermy, and you know, I mean, it's a unique item. You're not going to. It's got to be taxidermy related, right? Right. I mean, who makes something like that? So, <laughs> wow, there were several listed. <laughs> Are you kidding me? This Seriously? is the most recent one that sold, though. That's how I chose this one over all the others. Wow. There were several listed. All right. So right now we're tied, guys, one-to-one. One. I must have come up with some pretty good items. Yeah, I'd say so. The very last item I think is going to throw you all for a loop. And I'm even going to go to the chat before we reveal this. Okay, are you ready? The last item is a Harley Davidson cloth mask, cloth face mask 3D. Now, a little <laughs> I went ahead and gave you some extra information. The 3D means that it's three layers. Mm. All right. So I'm trying to help you determine, you know, give you more information to determine, you know, its actual price. High class cotton, three different layers of protection, moisture wicking, machine washable. You with me so far? Yep. Yep. Um, included pocket filter to add 2.5 filter. Okay. So it's got a filter on the side. So Harley Davidson cloth face mask. I have a suggested retail price of $299.98. Now, y'all think about this before. You reveal. I want to go over to the chat and see what they say. We've got Jennifer Hayes says goes for more. Glass City Picker says less. Jennifer Hayes says now that must have okay, that could have been on the last one. She now says that's just weird. <laughs> Agreed. All right. So what do you guys think? Have you come up with your number? Yep. Reveal. Both say less. All right, tallying that on the board. The actual oh, Turtle Trader snuck one in real quick. Higher and Bearded Thrift Machine says less as well. And the actual sold price is $1,399. Man, Can you I, believe that? I knew Harley Davidson stood for $100, but I didn't know that it, <laughs> it was that. My God. Wow. Can you believe it? Now, I'm going to show y'all guys something. I covered up the shipping price here, and that was on purpose, but look at the shipping price. You ready for this? Okay, okay. Okay, okay. we're going to make this part of the game. This is the tiebreaker, okay? You ready? This is the tiebreaker. You're one-on-one -on -one right now. 
the shipping on this item was $50. Do you think it's more or less than $50? Ready? Reveal. Oh, I got to grab my sign. Uh, okay. Ready? Reveal. Okay. You think it costs more than $50 to ship? Okay. All right. $399 economy shipping. You know, there's some things on eBay I think just people are just trying to like launder their money or something. Right. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> How to wash your money, uh, you know, using eBay. On, t- on next on next uh, episode of Two Dudes Picking. <laughs> yeah. So, y'all, we have a tie. Gary got the transformer wow. right, but Buffalo Picker got uh, Paul McCartney's hair right. So we got a tie. We don't have a, that was the tiebreaker. So we don't have an actual tiebreaker. So we're just going to end this one on a tie. Is that okay yeah. with you guys? I'll take a draw. Yeah, yeah we'll take, take a draw. draw. We'll come back and uh and, and break the tie another time. That's right. All That's right. right. <laughs> excellent. Excellent. All right, we're at nine fifty-five. We're running a little long. If y'all don't mind, I think that um. We could go ahead and uh, drop the hot or not segment because we had such really good conversation about Amazon. I, agree. I, I I wanted to stick there. I wanted to hear more about what Buffalo Picker had to say about that than I really did about the hot and not segment. So we'll skip that for tonight. Um, I do want to kind of uh, advertise something that we're going to start here at Two Dudes Picking. And it relates back to what you were talking about earlier, uh, Buffalo Picker, about the community. Okay. The community of resellers, we 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 can learn so much from one another as as far as I'm concerned. There should be no reason why anybody should hide anything or or tuck those little pieces of knowledge away in their pocket and not share them with anybody. And because of that, Gary and I have come up with a new segment that we want to run here on Two Dudes Picking. And I've got a little trailer for it, and I'm going to show this to you now. Well, hello everybody. This is Adam with Two Dudes Picking. I have decided to do something new to know the reseller community. I'm calling it 15 Minutes with Friends. Click on the link in the chat and I'll be able to bring you into the chat. I'm doing wonderful. How are you? Fantastic. My name's Christopher and uh, my channel is uh, Dragon Value Hall. Well, hello, Hot Flip Heidi. How are you, ma'am? Hi, how are you? Is it Clay? Good, how are you? My name is Clay, so the Clay's Closet is my reselling one. Everybody who participated with me today, I'm going to put their YouTube channel in the description. Please support them and click on their links and subscribe to them as well. So what do you think? You think that'll be a good segment? Yeah. Something we can add on a weekly, uh, bi-weekly basis? Yeah. Yeah? Hey, so, uh, uh, Landshark Picker had started out trying to do something similar to that. Okay. I think he uh, he let it go for some reason, which is not revealed to me, but I think that's a great idea. Excellent. I um, We came across this idea because we see a lot of participation in the chat. Right. We see a lot of the same names come to different podcasts and they have a great time in the chat. 
But I think that they probably now there are some who probably are don't really want to be in the limelight, don't want to be on microphone. But I'd be willing to bet there's a lot of people who would just love to be able to chat on live video about their resale history and things of that nature. So that's why we came up with 15 minutes with friends. And we're probably going to do that on the opposite weeks from our podcast. And the date and time, of, uh, we've yet to determine that. But we'll reveal that in, in the future. Um Go ahead, Gary. I was going to say, and it, it isn't restricted to eBay or Amazon or anything like that. If you're picking and you're reselling in any sort of form, uh, whether it's you know you're you're buying items at yard sales, you're flipping them on Craigslist, you're uh, you know, I had a friend who actually used to recondition antique furniture, and she would sell it on Facebook Marketplace uh, for well above what she was spending on it. She would source all of her stuff at Goodwill. But again, she was doing refinishing, and that was her method of sort of picking and flipping and and making that money. So if you have a uh, a way to take something that you bought, make more money on it, you know, we want to hear from you. What did you do? Yeah. What what's what are what are the things you're willing to share about it? That's right. And I think and I hope I hope that it starts to bring the community closer together by um, sharing subscriptions and subscribers and. Uh, that's the way we're going to grow this community. Well, Buffalo Picker, thank you so much for joining yeah, us tonight yeah, and sharing yeah, all the great information about Amazon. And we, I've learned a ton, a ton, uh, so much that, honestly, I've got a whole other list of questions we didn't even get to. That's why we're going to talk about it again in the future. Yeah, right. I took notes. I took good notes. Yeah, so. man. I, uh, uh, Clay can. He uh, definitely mentioned couple people in here that I know that are good uh, resellers on Amazon as well. You know, I'm not trying to steal all the thunder. So those guys can come in and give you their perspective as well on the Amazon platform. And, um, you know, if y'all decide to bring me back, you know, in another year or six months or whatever, I'm cool with that. Because like I said, uh, one thing about my channel, man, is I try to be transparent. I don't, feel like you know uh me holding information is going to benefit me mm -hmm. because um i'm a firm believer that uh you know my my blessings come from the almighty and not from man so i remember uh, that you know so i feel long as i put positive stuff out in the atmosphere i'm gonna get it back so Most i don't definitely mind, you know, definitely don't mind sharing what i know reap what you sow both in knowledge and in reselling <laughs> that's right absolutely i want to thank everybody who came out in the chat and joined us tonight i really appreciate it this is for you guys and because you participated it makes us feel so much better that we did it we learned from you we hope you learned from us and if you're not a subscriber please do consider subscribing not only to two dudes picking but also to buffalo pickers channel i'm going to put the link to his channel in my description so if you're watching this on a replay check down there in the description and uh, go to over to his channel as well again everybody thanks so much i really appreciate y'all coming out here tonight y'all stay safe all right and have fun picking all right